Hey everybody, it's your boy Jeffrey D man. It's the Lazy Nubian podcast. And um it's episode 8, man. Listen, thank you so much for everybody who's been listening to the podcast, man. Like um it's kind of new, so um I appreciate it. I appreciate everybody listening to it. I've got people listening from the north, from the east, from the south, of all over the country, basically. Um, and also some people, weirdly enough, from like other countries like Poland, um, the UK, Germany, France. I don't even know where you guys are, like who your people are, but thank you so much, man. Just hit me a DM or like send me uh, an email um, so I can shout you out. Also, um, thanks to everybody who's been oh, like, you know, just like been engaging with me also, just been like, you know, um, talking to me. I mean, obviously, you know what the Lazy Nobian podcast is all about. So anybody who wants to waste time. So um, <coughs> it's appreciated, all six of you who listen. And also, um, catch my podcast um, on on like six different platforms, including Anchor FM, obviously. Shout out to them for hosting my podcast for free. Uh, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, and obviously Spotify. Shout out to you. Thank you. It's much appreciated. Anyway, um, we're going to be right back, man. We have an exciting um, episode today. We're going to be talking about Club Dima that happened over the weekend. If you don't know, just hold it. I'll tell you. Also, um, talk about our girls, man. Our Namibian girls who are running, who were supposed to be running 400 meters in the Olympics, but got snubbed. We're also going to be talking about that. And also, you know, the, the, the regular, bro the coronavirus so stay tuned stay where you are and um we'll be right back this station is now the ultimate power in the universe hey it's the top of the day so let's get it popping let's get it popping first things first right um Beatrice Masilingi and Christine Boma. Um, if you don't know who these girls are, basically they have taken the athletics world by storm this year. You know, Christine Boma is an Olympian athlete. She's 18, and she set the African senior and world under 20 record in 400 meters, right? Which made her the seventh fastest woman of all time at the event. She didn't think she get money for that, and also the 12th fastest result ever. After obviously they still have to, you know rectify it or like solidify it or just make it official that's the racist world um athletics um organization and beatrice um is also an, um, another fellow uh, athlete she just um ran um yesterday on sunday against one of the fastest women in the world including um shaari uh, I think he's in a surname, Williams or something like that. The, the, the American 100-meter champion. And she came third. But then something happened with the the, um, the, the, the the woman who came second. I think her name is Dao Lao from... I don't know, man. Let me check. Dao Lao from Ghana. It's Ghana or Ivory Coast. I think it's Ivory Coast. She was disqualified. We still don't know why she was disqualified. So, Bomba... Um, come on, Bomba. Masilingi got pushed up to second place, right? Um, 
but that's not what we're talking about. You know, the whole world has been talking about why the World Athletics, um, you know, World Athletics Federation or whatever it's called, um, banned or World Athletics actually banned them from taking part or, or like just removed their names from the 400 meter list because they know they were going to win. They knew it. You know, everybody, everybody around the world is saying these people are racist. I, I totally agree. So if you don't know what World Athletics is, um, it was formerly known as the International Amateur Athletic Federation. Um, and um, it's basically the IAAF, um, those guys, like the International Association of Athletic Federations, blah, blah, blah. It's the international governing body of sport of athletics, you know, covering track and field, cross-country running, road running, race working, mountain running, and, alt and ultra running. Basically, it's like track and field. And it basically is in charge of the standardization of rules and regulation of the sports, recognition of the management of the world records and the organization and sanctioning of athletic competitions, including the World Athletics Championship. Uh, basically, these racist guys, and it's weird because if you go on like Twitter, on, on Namibian Twitter, there's like so much um, content about like why they are racist because they pulled our girls out apparently because of their um, naturally high um, testosterone levels, right? I mean, even the BBC and CNN covered this, man. Um, so basically, Masilingi and Mboma cannot take part, and they've been ruled ineligible to compete in the women's 400 meters at the Tokyo Olympics due to their naturally high testosterone levels. And um, just because they've turned, out, turned in four of the top five 400 meter times in the world this year. Look, it, it, it's weird because there's this another white girl who who also broke records. I guess I don't remember the name, but she, I think she's from like I don't know, man, one of those European countries, and she also broke like records, but she broke like about five records or five national records or whatever. And they actually lauded her for it. Like they applauded her. They 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 they, they even wrote about her. They they they, they even highlighting her her presence on social media. But yet they're, they're, they're subbing our girls, man. It's like super weird and it's, it's super bad. Like people are saying this, the World Athletics Federation or the World Athletics body is, is downright racist. You know, they're sexist and also um, um, basically just they're wrong for doing it. Uh, a lot of people are saying it's because they don't want the girls to, to come out and actually win or to, to come out and compete and actually win the gold medals for us, uh, So in order in order for them to compete, apparently, um, they must apparently lower their testosterone levels with medication, which which says it ensures fair competition. But if you think about it, yeah, <laughs> if if the Olympics is saying that um, that. Um, these people have to uh, uh, like the girls have to lower their, their 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 testosterone levels so that they can have fair competition. How is it fair for them if they are just fast black women? I'm sure if it was a fast black uh, white white girl, they wouldn't have done anything. And these regulations came into 2018 when when actually uh, of, uh, our, our neighbors South Africa's um, top girl Kasta Semenya got. Got banned, with, got slapped with the same banning, and then she just she was just like, "And screw it, I'm gonna quit." And it's been a bit boring since then. But then, like now, these girls came up 
they're they're taking the world by storm and same thing is happening to them and like just being told like um uh, it's not like they're not supposed to be doing it their levels are too high they can't run there've been interesting tweets about them actually um a lot of people have been you know um you know supporting them and stuff like that um you know some famous local um, twitter heads were like you know if you want to eat the bowl of racism for breakfast daily you know then you should um, you shouldn't actually take part in world athletic games like we should just be like no um all black people should not be taking part in athletics anymore because they're not trying to like it's just weird how they're defining how these girls are women and how they are not women like it's explaining their their their, their narrative which is weird but not all is gloom and doom she also took part in the 200 meters IWF Diamond League um, yesterday. And we, um, I explained that she already she, she came she came third, and then Marie Jose Taulau from Ivory Coast was disqualified, so like she, she was bumped up to second place. Um, let me just play something that um, her her um, her coach interviewed interviewed her. Uh, Henry Bota interviewed her at the hotel, and this is what she had to say. Hi, Beatrice. We are back at the hotel. You had a uh, race, uh, your first race in the Diamond League. How are you feeling? How was the experience uh, uh, of running against uh, great opponents, opponents? And tell us a bit more about your race. Um, hello to everyone. Um, it was a big thing for me. I'm running first time at least. Um, it was really good because um, all the best athletes were there and uh, it was really nerve-wracking because all the best people were there. So, yeah, um, it was one of the best races I've had, but um, looking forward to more. Beatrice, can you maybe just share with us something special that you have while you that happened with you while you were in Europe? Uh, something special. Yeah, taking my first diamond league was something very special and seeing all the love of the fans. Thank you very much and enjoy the rest of your stay in Europe. Thank you. Yeah, basically, um, I was going to have a short interview. This is how she feels about being like a living legend. Shout out to them, but shout out to Beatrice, shout out to Mboma. I hope they really like, you know, push through and actually bring the gold, the silver, and the bronze back home. I don't even care. They only two. They must bring all of them back home. We want to see them. Want to see them win, man. You know, want to see them flourish and want to see them grow. I. That's the topic of the day, man. Stay tuned for um some entertainment news, man. Like oh, we, like yo guys, you guys don't know what Club Dima is, man. You're about to find out. It's, it's crazy. Shout out to Lord Dima Dreamer for, for it. Uh, but stay tuned. We'll be right back. Baby, let's go! Entertainment news on the Lazy Namibian podcast. All right, cool. So, in, in, our, in, in our segment of entertainment news today, we'll be talking about Club Dima. Hashtag Club Dima. Yo, if you, didn't, if you wanted this club... Um, on Friday or Saturday. Saturday was late though. If you weren't in the in, in the club, then um, yeah, I don't know what you're doing, man. So so basically, um, Abima um, was the talk of like to the Twitter streets this um, this past weekend, and people couldn't understand why it was trending because it was trending, man. It's, it was like the number one trending topic for like two days straight. 
then people couldn't wrap their heads around what the hell Club Demo was. Was it like a club? Because everybody was like talking about it. But basically, I wish I had him. I wish I had him on because a friend of mine, um, DJ Laudima, or you know, Laudima the Dreamer, producer, DJ, and all around nice guy, um, actually went on Clubhouse this past uh, weekend and decided to throw a virtual club. We call it Club Dima. So if you don't know what Clubhouse is, right? It's basically like a drop-in audio where you guys can like chat just by talking. Like, you know, you be in a room with like Elon Musk, for example, and you can ask Elon Musk anything if he's in the room. So, but like a more technical way of saying it, it's like, you know, it's, a, it's an invitation-only social media app for iOS and Android where users, where users can communicate in voice chat rooms that accommodate groups of thousands of people. Right? Like, bruh, it's, it's crazy. Um, so the audio-only app hosts live discussions with opportunities to participate through speaking, and also just for for listening, and, you know, it's like it allows people just everywhere to talk, tell stories, develop ideas, deepen friendships, just and just meet interesting people, interesting new people from all around the world, providing you have an in in, in like an invite. So you just can't pop up and be like, "Yo, I want to join Clubhouse." You have to be invited, bro. Basically, if you don't know, now you know. And um, the most interesting part is that um, it actually, like, or, for, or like, at least in my, in my, um, in my view, point of view, actually broke a lot of records. But like, there were, at some point, there were like two hundred and fifty something people in the room listening to what uh, Laudima was actually playing. So basically, he was having a live DJ session from like eight to twelve. And it was lit because now the thing is people were whiling on twitter um uh, uh, it's like just missing how like how it used to be in the club because remember clubs haven't been operational since bro, like since last year february march right before we went into the first lockdown there hasn't been like a club popping anyway like you know there have been restaurants popping but a club I, um and and the curfew also made it worse. So like we haven't been we haven't been going to clubs and people have so sort of like had a nostalgic reaction to Club Dima where the best with the most of the favorite songs were playing. So people were letting the jokes fly. <laughs> you know? It even got to a point where people who didn't know what Club Dima was like, what the hell is Club Dima? Uh, cops were calling people to find out where Club Dima is situated because people were having fun. But basically people were having fun in their homes alone. <laughs> but obviously as a collective in the in the in the clubhouse in the clubhouse room and enjoying what club Dima and, and club Dima was playing he was playing he was playing all the hits bro. like yo it was so nostalgic i felt like i was in chopsies um uh, if you don't know what chopsies is it's a club we used to pop back in the day or like last year closed out last year i think after that but but yeah man it was it was it was fun because apparently people were trying to find out where club Dima is how to get an invite <laughs> I bet you some people weren't even in the in, in the um, in the in the text, but were like generally were like uh, <laughs> just pretending to be there, and so it became like a whole like club Dima basically became like a nostalgic um, theme. So people were like letting jokes fly, like you know when you're ready to go home, but the person giving you a left is still opening circles in the club. You know, people were calling each other to the to to the what? To the bar, um, <laughs> I mean, yo, man, 
like the memes are hilarious. I wish there was like a visual a representation so I can just show you the memes that are flying on on um on Twitter. Like one even says, like, you know, Tando, hey beautiful, can I get you a drink? And the girl will be like, sorry, I'm with my boyfriend. And then Tando will be like, he can get a drink too. <laughs> I mean it was this basic nostalgic man. Like just like I said, I wish I had um Laudima here so you can speak on his own. But I couldn't get a hold of him on time. Um and um I hope he does it again this weekend. It was it was so late, man. And I hope he gets sponsors, man, because like it's such a great initiative. Um just to you know have a virtual club and like while you're at home drinking your ass off all alone, you could be you could be like um in basically in a virtual club with all these other people having fun. And that's and that's what he did. He's a pioneer. I've never I've never seen this done before. Um so I applaud him. And that's basically the, the the entertainment news for today, man. And if you don't know who Laudema is, catch him on on, on, on the on the streets of Twitter. Um his handle is at Laudima D. Right? Yeah. He um and you can actually listen to listen to his mixes. I think like he also attached his mixes. So if you want actually at if you want if you went to the live mix when he was mixing the stuff, you could join like um you could press one of his links and then like listen to one of um listen to his his streams or listen to the to what you missed out on. And hashtag Club Dima is the hashtag on Twitter. Go check it out. It's hilarious, bro. Like, if you just go through the tweets, you'll laugh your ass off. I also took part. I was also there. I was in Club Dima, bro. Fall up. Sober as hell in my room, whiling, laughing alone. But I was having, we were having so much interaction on Twitter, on the streets of Nam Twitter. It was hilarious, man. Shout out to Ladima Dreamer. And um, as soon as this pandemic is over, or like when we can get out again, I'll definitely have him in the studio. I mean, I'm, and I'm, the only thing I'm just saying studio, like, it's, it's literally just my laptop and me recording off my laptop sound. Bro. That's why my sound sucks sometimes. So if you want to highlight your boy, man, go into my Patreon page, Jeff AD, the Lazy Number Game Podcast, and give me some money so I can, like, you know, uh, buy a mic and everything. And also, season two will be on, on, on YouTube, though. I don't know when the season two will be, but definitely on YouTube. It'll definitely be streamed out. But yeah, man, that's your entertainment news for today. Um, catch me outside. How about that? We're going to come with some COVID shits after this. So um, keep it locked. Okay, let's get a bit serious, but also very bit candid. Because, yo, this past weekend, I was just saw some crazy shit, man, happening. And, like, a lot of people are dying in our country. I think um, the, the, the pros are saying the Delta variant is in our midst. So people are getting, like, you know, people are dying, basically. Like, people with pre-existing conditions, um, healthy people. Like, it's only becoming... Um, a reality now in our country because a lot of people are actually dropping like flies. Unimaginable. But anyway, um, on that same topic, 27 people were arrested because of the, because they were causing mayhem at a funeral. Can you imagine, bro? Like, so a group of 27 people were arrested on Saturday after violating COVID-19 um, and other several and several other laws and regulations. Uh, you know, a group of people, according to a video footage which was circulating around social media, gathered after their friend's funeral at Police Park Cemetery in Bentuk, 
started firing shots in the air and spinning cars. That's crazy. Um, the funeral was that of Lee um, Namaseb, um, who died in a car crash. Um, that's crazy because it's not even like Corona death. It's just someone who like had who was in a car accident. And basically, his friends went on a, a rampage at his funeral. Um, and most of them, they were chilling there. They were like they were, they were found in the, they found at the, at the Panias Park Cemetery, when when the children come as down. And twenty six of them were arrested for violating the. Uh, COVID-19 regulations. And the guy who was shooting the, the, the things in the air, bah, 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 he was arrested on the, in the evening and was, and was charged with discharging a firearm in public. Like, why would you do that? Even? But the firearm has not been recovered and the suspect does claim that it belongs to his cousin. So that's crazy. People are wily. Um, and you know, like the weird part is that you know, they have no, no consideration of like, you know, really what people are going through because there are so many old people at these young people's houses. Some of them, most of them still stay with their parents and stuff like that. And these people are old. So when you, like when you go out and you infect people or when you get infected and you take this infection home and you can be infected multiple times. Look, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if it's, if it's the virus or the vaccine that's making people um sicker like I'm, I'm not a pro but i do know if you get it it's dangerous you know so y'all must chill man just chill back and you know the, the, the law the law is taking um you know like the, the police officers are really taking the law seriously and people are actually just being arrested and stuff like that stuff like that for the, for the stuff they're doing if you're stupid you must get arrested and go to jail and catch it even more. Now you're in jail because you discharged the firearm at someone's funeral. What the hell is wrong with you, man? Anyway, that's what it is, man. That's that's the episode for today. Listen, if you want to support your boy, follow me on like my social media, Jeff underscore Nioso, on each and every platform. Um, and thank you guys, all six of you, for listening to my podcast. <laughs> I hope you guys actually finished the whole episode. I don't know. But yeah, they're only short now because obviously we're not outside yet. We're still indoors. I'm still alone. I still don't have a co-host. I still don't have all this fancy equipment where I can have like people talking to me with like good quality over Zoom or whatever. That still has to come, but it will. For now, we're going to be doing a podcast hopefully every once or twice a month um, just to tell you what's popping, what's popping with me, what's popping with the world. And um, yeah, I hope you wasted, wasted a good time with me. And um, until the next episode, man, Shuboy, just like I said, man, we're on diff six different platforms. Catch the podcast on Anchor, Breaker, Radio, Radio, uh, Radio Shack, forgot, and Spotify as well. And check me out on Patreon if you want to support your boy with some money. Um, but other than that, catch me outside. How about that? It's the Lazy Namibian Podcast. Your boy, Jeff AD. We out.